Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Good, actually, afternoon for you. I've been evening for you, morning for me. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing fine. Now, how have your day been, your week been so far? Uh, You know what? It's been a little hectic in a way. It is my birthday tomorrow. I will be 30 years old. So I've been... I know it's like a milestone, right? And so I've been like planning content and like planning some stuff. And I don't know. I don't know. I'm a little uh, nervous about what's happening after 30, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, be it from a guy that is 46, about to turn 47, it's nothing after 30. It's actually them the fun years because now you're grown as hell, even more grown than you were. You get to really live your life the way that you want to. That's what people say. Yeah, that's what they say. So you're from Amsterdam. Now, I know that a lot of people do not realize that you're international. Everyone probably think that you're over here in the United States. I can even tell from your accent, they probably do. (laughs) Yeah, I I get a lot of questions. What state am I in? Uh, Very specifically, people always ask me uh, lately if I'm from like Staten Island or like Jersey Sometimes yeah. they ask me Boston. I'm like, I'm not from Boston. Um, but it, you can hear it with certain words, though. Yeah, yeah I can hear it. See, <laughs> yeah, hear yeah it. I can hear it now. Yeah, I can hear it. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> uh, a big-time wrestler that I like a lot is from over there, uh, Malachi Black. And it's oh, funny to know that he's from Amsterdam, but his act, but you don't even hear it in his, his talk, his accent, I guess, because he's been over here so long or what have you. And yeah. uh, I noticed that a lot. Go ahead. Well, a lot of people in Holland, they speak English pretty fluently. A lot of them do have accents, but I feel it's just practice, you know? Like, if you if you speak mm-hmm. a language a lot, then you generally can hear it. You can tell when I haven't been speaking English for a while. You can definitely hear mm-hmm. more of an accent. <laughs> oh, no doubt. So say something in your native tongue, if you don't mind. Ah, godverdomme. Uh, ik, ik weet nooit wat ik moet zeggen als iemand me dit vraagt. Ik heb echt geen idee. <laughs> See, she just made all the men that's listening right now dick hard just by that accent. I swear. <laughs> See, I can't hear that. I, to me, Dutch is not a sexy language. Mm-hmm. See, to us, it is because, like I said, the accent and the language. Just like when I had the girls... You know, speak Romanian. That should just sound sexy as hell. You know, Russian accents, you yeah. know, Romanian, you know, even English accents, you know, period. Okay, it's just funny yeah, how many of the European actors come over here and do a better American than Americans. And I just find that hilarious. <laughs> <coughs> 
So where are you from? I am from North Carolina. I'm a country boy. A country so boy. So I'm from okay. states, born and raised. So that's how you can nice. hear that country twang when I talk. You know what I'm saying? A little yeah. bit, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so look, let me do these particulars for this show, and we can get this down on the road, okay? Mm-hmm. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Smokers Lounge here on Anchor, the perfect app for anyone who's trying to start their own podcast career. All you have to do is download the Anchor app onto your phone or go to anchor.fm and set up a profile, start podcasting today. You can monetize your podcast and get them distributed to all the top networks and all this for free with the click of one button. I'm your host, Kevin Albert Champ, a.k.a. The Porn Rap Star. Y'all know what it is. Find my social media links. My porn links, as well as my music links, all with one link. I'm talking about all my links.com backslash porn. We are sponsored by the Facebook of the LS community. I'm talking about LSworld.com. Go there today, get yourself a profile, and continue your journey or start your journey into the life of kink by mingling with kink-minded people like yourself or even finding events you might could attend to in your area. And we're also a proud member of the GW District Black Podcasting Network. I'm talking about multiple podcasts, giving you the black experience. Plus, while you're there, experience some good shopping if you have the opportunity to get beauty, health, jewelry, books, shoes, clothes, masks for anyone that want to keep their mask on during this pandemic. Get all this from over 500 black-owned retailers and shops that sell online. So go to shopgwdistrict.com. Buy black, support black business so we can build the black economy so we can create generational wealth. And every Monday night on K97FM, I'm talking about the radio station for porn, a.k.a. the adult radio station. Monday night smoke, 8 o'clock Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where I interview sexy ladies like her and many others. And we talk about the business of porn and everything else that might come up. So go to K97FM. Scroll down, find one of the where you can click it and go listen and listen to me every Monday night as I give that good smoke with some hot ladies. Now, with that being said, I'm about to step out the way and let this sexy lady from Amsterdam introduce herself. <laughs> um, hi, my name is Christina Castalia. I am from Amsterdam. And um, I am a cam model, content creator, adult entertainer. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been doing this for 10 years now, actually. I started when I was 19, oh. and I will okay. be 30 years old tomorrow. <laughs> All right. Um, happy birthday for me. Well, early happy birthday for me. And y'all better say <laughs> happy birthday. And for her birthday press, y'all need to go ahead and get some of that content and, you know, tip on yeah. the webcam. I'm just saying. Bigbellybitch.com. Yes. And I see here that you was ex biz 2021 best BBW cam model. How do you feel to win that award? Fucking amazing, man. It feels like an Oscar. I basically won an Oscar, but like for porn, you know? Yeah. I did not expect yeah. it. So how did that did so so when it was you nominated by the fans or was you nominated by the committee? By the fans, I think, because I, I didn't really know how that kind of stuff worked before, but I saw a lot of models when it was like you could nominate people for the CAM Awards. Um, mm-hmm. I saw a lot of girls like saying like, oh, I would love to be nominated for this category. And I was like, mm-hmm. why the fuck not? Let's just say I want to be nominated for a category too. So I put it out there and then it happened and I was like, oh shit, 
I did not expect that to happen. I was in with like big names like Sophia Rose, Estella Bathory. Mm. I was like, bitch, I'm never going to win this shit. I really, until the very last day, I mean, I kept hoping, you know, like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if, wouldn't it be cool if, and um, like on the day of, I even had like this conversation with myself sort of where I was like, am I fully able to like be happy for someone that's going to win? Because I didn't expect it to be me and I didn't want to be like a jealous bitch, you know? So I was like questioning myself about that because I was expecting not to win so that was just mm-hmm. minds blowing i my guys really just go hard for me i am grateful as fuck huh? I, I see i see and, and be it that which also shows the difference respect when it comes to the can world versus the porn world because you beat all you beat out some top porn stars that happen to cam so yeah w- what did it teach you when it comes to camming versus porn well, I've never really done porn like that, but I think, mm-hmm. I mean, I have been on streamate camming for like seven years now, you know, so I think mm-hmm. clearly I have a lot of people that I have uh, had fun interactions with and that like me, um, and I, I just didn't really expect it to be that many. Um, mm-hmm. I think what it just really taught me is just like, I don't know. I uh, regarding I, I don't know I'm 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 shutting down it's it's the weed I think <laughs> <laughs> oh, I already had a few that's right people we do smoke we do smoke on the smokers lounge people and she from Amsterdam so I know how I smoke because God knows I I can't wait to go over there because I know the the weed over there is beautiful, beautiful. it is it is however you know I always thought that the Dutch weed was just so much better. Um, mm-hmm. because like often when like Drake comes up for like a concert or something, he always passes out because he smokes too <laughs> much weed. So one time I actually met, um, I, I'm, I hate that I'm blanking on her name now, but it's the lady that that show weeds is based on like the real Nancy Godwin. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So I met her in Amsterdam in 2018 and I was talking to her about it and I was like, yeah, but Drake is just a pussy. And she actually told me that the weed is just not as clean as it is mm-hmm. now in like California because you guys now actually have a better system than we do mm-hmm. because it's not mm-hmm. actually legal here. So they can't like wash it properly. So like, I'm still going to say we have the best weed, but I, in a way I kind of know it's not really like you guys may have cleaner weed than we do. Mm-hmm. It's a shame. It's a shame. I'm 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 kind of mad about it. Oh my <laughs> we god! We should be see, the see, ones. See, see, so you want to take a trip over here and indulge in our weed? That's what it is. Oh, absolutely. But you, you guys have, have to. to come too. You have to come see the red light district because the the city is talking about removing it. So mm. you need to be quick. Huh? Oh, they already fair, closed I, down I, a lot of yeah. Yeah, they, to they, me, the Amsterdam is number one, uh, number two on my list of places that I want to go to in the world. Number one is London. So, <laughs> oh. well, it's close by. Oh, yeah, most definitely. So, now speaking about that, let's take it. What got you into Cami? Uh, well, I was in law school, I was a student. Um, I needed a job. Uh, before mm-hmm. that, I had some jobs, you know, as you do. And I had a boyfriend that had a lot of money, so he would spend a lot of money. But then that broke off and I needed a job. So I was like, what the fuck am I going to do? Mm-hmm. And I was 
for some reason googling like things you could do from working from home and then i mm-hmm. found uh camming and well first mm-hmm. i just saw the phone sex and i was like well mm-hmm. i'm pretty good at sex i can do this and it's funny because <laughs> I always kind of say that it's kind of because of my mom that I started, which I don't know if she likes that story, but I do. (laughs) Uh, She used to have a friend back in the day that did phone sex like 30 years ago. So my mom would Mm -hmm. tell sometimes stories about how she would walk into her house and her friend was just like doing the dishes while talking to these horny men. So that's what Mm -hmm. I had in mind. I was like, I can do that. But then Mm -hmm. I had my first call. And I quickly realized I was not as tough as I thought I was. I was I was mm-hmm. more shy, definitely. So I decided to just do just the camming um, mm-hmm. and no sound at the time. Things were very different. Like, you cannot believe mm-hmm. how much has changed in 10 years, honestly. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Now, speak to the changes of the camming in 10 years since you brought that up. Well, um, I see. I don't know if that's also the difference because I started on a Dutch website. Um, so it was just Dutch only and the way they had it there, it was just one website where they had like phone sex. Um, Mm -hmm. you could do camming without sound. So just camming and typing, or you Mm -hmm. could do camming and sound. So I had that call and I was like, well, clearly I am shyer than I thought. So, Mm -hmm. um, let me just do the camming with no sound. Um, and I also Mm -hmm. didn't show my face at the time because I wasn't in school. I didn't want people to like recognize me. And, Mm -hmm. I mean, you could get away at the time with just like using the cam on your laptop. That's how I started. Mm -hmm. You cannot Mm -hmm. even imagine that now. And Mm -hmm. it was barely even HD. If you had HD even just like five years ago, that was like the shit with content creation Mm -hmm. too. But now Mm -hmm. everybody is shooting in like 4K. I don't even know what people are shooting in nowadays. It's kind of crazy. (laughs) Like the technology changes in just a few years. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. So, so when did you turn the sound on for your webcam in there? When can people hear the sexy voice of the personality? What made you decide to decide to do that? Um, I think when I started on Streamates, yeah, because then you didn't really have the option um, Mm -hmm. of not using your voice. It wasn't even. This is a good question. I never really consciously made the decision like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of organically on, happened. Yeah, I think so. Like on Streamit, I just also I just went with my face too. Actually, mm-hmm. I, maybe I should have thought about it at the time, but I didn't. It just, <laughs> I, I just did it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, because because I forgot to mention that you didn't show your face, and um, yeah. Now the, the biggest question is: Did you notice a difference in tipping and money and traffic showing your face? and them hearing your voice versus them not seeing your face. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying. I think it's a bit of a, it's difficult to say because on the Dutch website, you got paid differently. Uh, You also got paid per minute, but Mm -hmm. it was like, I got like 40 cents per minute. So Mm -hmm. the name of that game was really just like talking a lot at first, like because you could only Mm -hmm. make like a maximum of, what, 24 euros an hour. But to me at the time, because I was like 19, it wasn't like, this wasn't a job like we know it now where people know, oh, you can make good money. That wasn't like, it wasn't like that 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, So to me, that was good money and it was. But then when I uh, researched, I think it was via Tumblr, I saw like girls on like my free camps and stuff. And I found like these Mm -hmm. forums and I was like, Mm -hmm. oh shit, these international girls are making big money. So- 
um, I did start. Uh, I think that's also then probably where I decided to do show my face and use my voice. And then I also just up the rates, you know, so the money just mm -hmm. became higher immediately. But mm -hmm. I, yeah, it's hard for me to say if I could have made good money still without showing mm -hmm. my face, although I think it would have mm -hmm. been a lot less. Now, from talking to the girls from Romania, a lot of them work, and a lot of the European girls I noticed work out of studios. Yeah, you work from home. Um, was there studios in your area, or did we just decision that you know, fuck all that? I'm, um, or even if you had found out about studios, what made you decide to stick with working from home versus if if, if the opportunity came for you to work from a studio? I actually don't think we have studios like that in my country. I have okay. never heard of them. I've never seen them. I used to think that we had them because we used to have those um, like late night commercials on TV where they would show girls in like a studio. But mm. I've never, I know a lot of, of sex workers of all kinds and I've never heard anything about a camp studio here. Maybe I should mm. start one. No, see, see, we manifesting. See, exactly, that'd be funny. Yeah. Yeah, it, you you owe me twenty percent, right? Because I gave you the idea to start. <laughs> A business partner. So you say no more. So, <laughs> but working from home, what's some of the challenges of working from home doing camp? I think the biggest challenge working from home is just well, it's like two things, right? Either it's to actually start working or it's to stop, because it's mm -hmm. really easy to keep going because well your workspace is right there or like oh you can just do yeah. this or that but at the same time sometimes I also have like phases where I'm just like I just can't get myself to start because there's so many distractions you know I'm like oh I should still do the laundry oh I should still do this I should still do that mm -hmm. and then I kind of delay it so those I think is like the biggest two mm -hmm. for well, me yeah. okay. now also I noticed that your claim to fame is you're hairy so i am you know i am greek too you know oh yes 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 i see you greek i, I love greek women I ain't even going <laughs> you are a true greek goddess so uh to a lot of females they make it a point to shave or what yeah. have you um with you did you make that decision to go that route to kind of make yourself stand out uh, no. from everyone else, or it's just they just something you just don't shave like that anyway. You like fuck it, deal with it. Uh, mostly that, yeah, absolutely. Um, so like <laughs> I said, I'm Greek, so Greek people generally are pretty fucking hairy. Um, I uh, yeah. probably had a mustache, like a girl stash, you know, before the boys in mm -hmm. my class had an actual beard. Um, yeah. So obviously, um. I used to like, you know, pluck my eyebrows, get rid of the, the the mustache. I was really embarrassed about it. It was actually like really a really big insecurity of mine. I used to get bullied mm. for that shit. And mm. um, my hair is also like on my body. It's really dark because I have very dark hair. So it's yeah. not like my leg hair, you don't see it. So I would always shave everything. But my skin is also super fucking sensitive. So to me, it really was just at some yeah, point. Yeah, my... ain't that interesting that, that like, because I'm like that too. Like, it, like I can yeah. cut my hair, my hair will be back within two weeks. And I'm, it's sensitive as fuck, yo. It's like, I get razor bumps and everything. Yes, so bad. So, so bad for me. So I, uh, at some point, I don't know, I was like shaving my armpits or about to shave my armpits. This was like seven years or something ago. I don't remember. And I was uh -huh. like, 
why the fuck am I about to do this? I don't even mind my pits being hairy because I never cared about my hair for myself. You know, like I don't mind it. Mm -hmm. I personally prefer hair on people, um, mm -hmm. on men too. I like a little bit of a hairy dick. Like, you know, I personally don't like it shaved. That's my preference. And mm -hmm. so I just decided I was like, fuck this shit. I'm not going to shave my pits. And then uh, I still shave like everything else kind of, you know, because my thighs mm -hmm. are pretty hairy too. I was, I was kind of insecure about those. But then I, I realized, oh, people respond to the hairy pits really well. Uh, let me see mm -hmm. how they respond to other things because I did feel that pressure to, you know, keep, shave your pussy and everything. Um, mm -hmm. But then I just kind of like stopped doing that more and more because for me, I just don't give a fuck like that. And mm -hmm. even with like dating, I don't know, I, I, I once had a guy on Tinder, even before we met, and he asked me if I was hairy, and I was like, yes. And then he said, he asked me if I would shave for him. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? We don't even <laughs> know each other. You are a grown man. You are 35 years old. Why mm -hmm. the fuck can you not just fuck a hairy pussy? And I actually very much enjoy the fact that mm -hmm. I probably gave so many men on cam and in real life, a, a hairy fetish. I really love that. I just, I know they love this hairy pussy. I know they do. <laughs> yeah, because because even with my, uh, my 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 former partner and camera guy, he wanted girls. He we used to shoot a scene where they didn't shave and a scene where they did. You know, pretty. No, no other thing I don't like hairy is your lip. Now I, I can't have you have a mustache. I got to kiss you. But if your armpits, I don't give a fuck about that or your coochie. You know, pretty. No, I mean, my, my mustache is not like a big guy mustache, you know, it's just a little bit of darker for, you know, how girls to have it. And I feel like, I mean, of course, everybody has preferences, but I feel like if you're yeah. a man, you're not going to be a bitch about some hairy pussy. That's how I feel about yeah, it. No. And if you are, Look, I don't then mind. I don't want to fuck you anyway. No, I, I, I don't mind going through the weeds. <laughs> no. See ya? A real man. I, I, I don't a mind real going man. in the jungle. It, you might find hey. something nice to do. You know Not everybody can handle the jungle. Not everybody can handle it. <laughs> <laughs> so, but 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 there is a market for that, and people don't realize there is a market. Absolutely, for that. I should and have honestly, who... I should have capitalized on it so much more because I always was kind of like, I knew I should probably put it out there more. But to me, it was always just like I never advertised with it until like last year because it was mm -hmm. always just like this is just who I am. I'm not even going to advertise it. It's just who I am. But that was just me being mm -hmm. stubborn and not being business minded, to be honest. Um, but people mm -hmm. really love that shit for real. Yeah. Now, also, I noticed you you have a natural beauty because there's also cause I told you what part of this is you got to be beautiful on top of that and stuff. Um, and you're very curvy. You. Um, yes. Now, be that you're from Europe and we know the standard of beauty that Europe tries to push or put out there. Were you surprised of the popularity of BBWs online when you first got in? Um, I mean, yes and no, because I don't know. That's I, I think it's common for bigger girls to be insecure, which I'm not going to say I, I never am. But something that I've never questioned ever in my life was the fact that I could pull any guy I ever wanted. And they were a lot of them were fucking gorgeous too you know so i knew mm -hmm. that all kinds of men and most men that i have encountered are mm -hmm. <clears throat> excuse me are really into bigger girls so that was something that i, mm -hmm. I just knew it didn't mm -hmm. surprise me at all actually it makes sense based on yeah, my personal yeah, experiences 
Yeah, because uh, I'm sorry, there's nothing sexier than a confident big woman. I mean, she the one that go in the club and get all the guys dancing while the skinny girls over there looking to drink and talking about something. I can't stand that fat bitch. Uh, hey. <laughs> I'm that fat bitch. <laughs> <laughs> because 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 it's funny because like I said with you, it's like even with your the, the fetishes that you do, the belly fetish and stuff like that, you make it a point to be sensual and make it sexy, you know, period. Hey, speak to people how hard it is for something of that nature to make it turn it into a sex appeal or a fetish. When normally it was something that people would use to be picked on. I, you know, it's funny because I don't, gener- I, I don't consciously think like, oh, I have to make it sex. Well, I, I mean, I do in a way, but it's, I don't know. I just do things that I think look cute and hot. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I, it just reminds me of something my boyfriend said the other day. That he was like, why do you make everything just look sexy? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I I don't know. It was supposed to be funny. It wasn't even supposed to be sexy. But uh, I, I think it's an unconscious switch I turn on whenever mm-hmm. I am in front of a camera or something. I don't know. Yeah, because I think sex appeal is natural. It's not taught. It's just certain females, no matter I what agree. size they are, especially when you come to BBWs, that they just have a sex appeal that no matter what they do is 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 a, is a turn on. She can fart and it's a turn on. That's what People love that shit too, yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Now, <laughs> your content, you 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 do uh, webcam and you also do content. Yeah. Right? Yes. Um, which is more profitable for you, the content or the webcam? Uh, the webcam definitely, but I think that it might also be because I I focus more on the camming. Um, mm. I actually did a lot of fetish stuff when I just started like internationally working seven years ago mm. um, or eight. And then I was, you know, I graduated law school. I was working at an NGO mm. for a while as a, as a paralegal um, and I got a little too busy for the content. So I haven't really been doing that as much until mm-hmm. about a year or two ago when I really was like, mm-hmm. okay, it's time to um, put more effort into this. Mm-hmm. And I think if I would make put even more effort into it, then it would be more profitable for me as well. But I really mm-hmm. love the camming. The camming is my mm-hmm. favorite. Mm-hmm. So that's what I like to focus on the most. That's my entire favorite thing of this job. I love the personal interaction, meeting new people every day, talking with people from all over the fucking world about everything. That mm-hmm. is my favorite thing, man. I will never get sick of that. Oh, most definitely. So when you were talking about, you said you was on the Dutch sites. Um, yeah. Did the Dutch sites, so did, did you get American traffic through the Dutch sites? No. Or was it just mostly Dutch? Okay, then. It was just, yeah, it was only Dutch people. Okay, then. So um, when you got introduced to the American traffic, how was it different versus the Dutch? Oh, it's, that's funny. Um, I think actually I just not realizing. I think that's why I also started using my face because when I started, I was like, I don't want to Dutch people. So I blocked like my entire country. And that's, I think, why I felt comfortable doing my, showing my face too. But it's funny mm-hmm. because even now, I, I, I did notice that since the pandemic, I have a lot more paying Dutch 
clients. But before mm. that, it was just like a handful. I did not like the Dutch people. <laughs> there is a saying that we have in Holland. It's so funny. Um, it's like about Dutch people being greedy um, mm. and like stingy with their money. And it goes in Dutch, kijken, kijken, niet kopen. So that means looking, looking, not buying. And even <laughs> I went on a vacation. I, <laughs> I went on a holiday to Thailand a few years ago. And mm. someone at the market, they asked me, where are you from? And I said, I'm from Holland. And they literally said, oh, kijken, kijken, niet kopen. And they left immediately. They were like, this bitch is not going to buy shit. And oh that is literally how the Dutch, well, how a lot of the Dutch people on camera too. So they don't. They don't pay and they don't, mm. they ask for a lot of free shit, I think, because they feel like, oh, we're both Dutch. I don't know. They ask a lot more to meet up with me um, when mm. I'm like, I'm clearly not on a website for that. Like, please mm -hmm. stop. I feel like the mm. American clients are, um, well, at, at least to me, because it's, it, they, they're not as pushy with that kind of stuff, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, yeah, so because they get I'm on sure. a little less, yeah. Pretty sure the Americans probably think that you're over here and they are surprised that you live in Amsterdam. Or yeah. even though they think <laughs> you from America and you moved to Amsterdam, not that you was actually born and raised there. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, a lot do actually. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> Almost definitely. So now you do mostly solo content and fetish. Okay. Yes. Um, one. And, and plus with your webcam shows, because like I said, it's a different element because content yeah. is really based off your webcam shows. So what do you yes. do, your thought processes of how do I make everything different? I give these people variety. I'm not giving them the same shit over and over again. Because I know that's kind of hard, be it that. Yeah, man. Solo, as well as it's webcam, and you know, you know what I'm saying? Because it's a different beast because... Solo, you don't have a co-star. Yeah. So and you by yourself. So now you're trying to motivate them, you're motivating yourself. And becoming yeah. the same thing because now you're you're playing to not just one person, multiple people at the same time, because might you might have a whole bunch of people in the room. Speak to that. Um I mean, it's definitely uh, sometimes it. I think okay, well, this would this would be a lot easier if I had someone to either banter off with. Like, if for example, it's quiet on cam, and you're alone and nobody is saying shit. I mean, I can I can talk to myself for a pretty good time, but mm -hmm. at some point, I don't know what to say to myself anymore either. So, if you would have someone else there, you could at least like you could still keep a little bit of the party going more. It would be a little bit easier. Um, mm -hmm. And with content, I feel like the biggest challenge is that, I don't know, to make it look interesting and also keep like that sort of, I don't know, personal connection, I guess. Mm. Um, I do have a lot of, I don't know, I do have a lot of, a lot of people requesting the boy girl stuff and I've been thinking about it many times <laughs> but at the same time I'm also kind of like because it's funny because I actually also get a lot of cam people that say like no I don't actually want to see you with a real dick because that ruins the fantasy um and I, I can understand that too mm -hmm. um, yeah because there was the other question I was going to ask which I was going to get around to it but since you brought it up let's go ahead and get into it <laughs> there's the, the pressure of boy girl um, because yeah. I, I tell any female, if you want to have longevity, 
in this business at some point you have to fuck a real deal because the fans is going to want it at some point but at the same token that same uh balance of your regular fans who are used to you being on cam and doing the solo and the whole nine appeasing them how do one handle that balance you feel what i'm coming from yeah, I think that you're you have a, you have a good point when you say for longevity at some point you need to fuck a real dick. But I also think that may be more true if you really focus on the content more. I feel like there's yeah. quite a few uh, cam models who have never fucked a real dick or even done any mm-hmm. content with other people before. Mm-hmm. But because their main gig is the camming, um, it still kind of like works out, you know. Um, mm-hmm. For me. I, don't, I I can't really say I feel a lot of pressure for it though. Um, but I think your game, are, like you said, your game is different. Your game is yeah. mainly now. If you was going to go foray into the content side, of yeah, it, then yeah, I, you. But see, girls can do both, you know. Period. Because you don't have to do a live sex show. You, you some of your content can have the boy girl, and you keep your solo and exactly. the interaction by yourself on cam it's is yeah it what girls must understand is you have to be able to adjust and you never leave any money on on, on the table i tell girls exactly. this all the time she who makes the most money does everything almost everything or to 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 uh, no actually girls who do it all make the most money because they have more bullets in the gun per se yeah they have more streams of income it's true and it makes sense too i do want to uh I definitely have like on my bucket list to do boy girl contents, if only mm. because I want the world to see how beautiful I look with a dick in my face. You know, I think it is yeah. really <laughs> good on me. I think it brings out my features really well. Mm. Um, and especially I don't think eyes. I would make exactly, exactly, especially the eyes. Um, so I will definitely create it at some point. Um, mm. It's definitely on on the list of things to create. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm not really in a rush with it, and I will definitely, it will definitely be a big price to pay, I guess. Yeah. So it will be now, like a special this, treat. Oh yeah, because see, what girls don't realize is, it's one you don't have to fuck a lot of dicks to prove the point. You just have to fuck the right. No. Dicks. But that, that yeah. but that's a different conversation for another day. The dick that hits the right spot. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and so and not only that too, depending upon what level you want to take in the content, also yes. if that has cachet, meaning it has a fan base, it does it. Because I tell females, if you're going to do it, do it with someone that takes the business serious like you or close to it, so that one you have a fan base you're tapping into at the same yeah. token. Your own. Um, How long just have my you been? Oh, sorry. How long have you been in porn? I've been in porn for over 20 years, male talent. Oh, shit. Retired now, retired now, 15 years. So oh, when I tell people about this business, no, I'm dead serious. I've done it. I didn't shop with some yeah. big things in my time, you know, period. And I didn't help girls get nominated for awards. I didn't help girls get work in this business. I've seen the game from 2006 to now, so you know I've seen the changes. Yeah. You know, but even on the webcam and tip, I can sit and tell you now the print. The, the the mother of webcamming was a BBW, Danny Ash. She was she was a thick girl. Oh. You know, period. So that so 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 people can understand it.
that really started this and set all this motion for the webcam. I didn't know that. Because that was that she started, you know, period. Yeah. So Shit, I need to say thank you to her. So can I ask you <laughs> what is the biggest change that you have seen then in like because you've been in it for 20 years. So what is the biggest change that you have seen? Um, it became more it, how can I put it? It became easier for anyone to get in it. Mm. Yeah. And and that's and that's across the board, whether it's webcam and this even with webcam, you had to go through a whole bunch of shit just 10 years ago to get in. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Do you think that's good or bad? Or neutral? Good and bad. Good because it it empowers the content creator, bad because it oversaturates the in industry and cheapens it. Yeah. Because we competition. Because with competition, for example, when it was only McDonald's and Burger King, there was no dollar menu. When they added more rest fast food restaurants, we have a dollar menu. Yeah, I see your point. So when you saturate something, it cheapens it. Trust me, girls, yeah. you know, you see in testimony to this, even five years ago, you probably was making more webcam than you are now. And that's just being honest. I and, 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 wouldn't... I mean, how can I put this? With this caveat, you was doing less to make the money before. No, I would disagree actually but only because i i raised my rates um bingo bingo that's the key oh yeah I, yeah that's probably the biggest thing yeah, um, yeah. and also so, i think i i mean i also became just better at things you know um i think i can yeah. deliver a better show now than five years ago so i think that mm -hmm. keeps people coming back and mm -hmm. also sticking around for longer even though mm -hmm. my rates might be higher than the next girl which goes back to this is a marathon, not a sprint. You made yeah. more money over time because you actually stuck with the business and became better and became more professional. Yeah, I would say that's the main thing. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So did you so now be it that, like I said, you've been in the business 10 years because me, I thought you won't been in the business that long. So you have that that longevity. Um, we about to go into the ugly and unsexy territory. This is where the pussies and the dicks shit. go limp and wet. I mean, not wet, oh, limp and dry. So, <laughs> you've been in this 10 years. Yes. Let's speak about consistency of money, the ups and downs of money. Um, okay. So, I want you to speak to the misconception that girls come in, they make a killing, and they're going to continue that throughout the years. Yeah, I mean, when people ask me how much money I make, it's usually people that are not in the industry, you know, and they ask me, like, oh, how much money do you make? And I'm like, I, I, it's really even just hard to tell because some days you make 500 in, like, two to three hours, and other days mm -hmm. you've been online for four hours, so you barely make 20, you know? So it's always mm -hmm. an inconsistency, yeah? Um, and you definitely have good seasons and bad seasons, but I think over the times you also kind of, like, learn to see... Uh, when are good seasons maybe for you specifically so for example um i know that uh july and august are generally pretty good months for me even though that doesn't line up with the general consensus in the industry that summer is usually a little bit more dry um mm. but for some reason i don't know maybe it's because it's sunny outside and i'm more happy who knows um, <laughs> so you know you need to uh, you need to be a little bit more prepared for that because there's always inconsistencies
Mm-hmm. And I, even just like, uh, or was it tw- early 2020? I had such a bad January that I was like, man, maybe I should fucking quit this shit. Maybe I'm just not good mm-hmm. anymore. But then, I know sometimes it's like the universe is it's just testing you, you know, because then if mm-hmm. you just stick it out, if you just stick it out, usually the money gates will open up and it will keep flowing yeah. for a good while. I always say all my best days I've ever had on cam where I made mm-hmm. like insane amounts of money. All of them started with me being online for like four or five hours and not making fucking shit for some reason sometimes mm-hmm. i don't know and sometimes you just have to stick it out mm-hmm. and then good shit happens i think that's i guess for everything in life right gotta oh, yeah, stick it oh, out yeah. so when when it's slow let's say it's slow what have you now be it with you okay this is a two-part question all right with the content speak yes. to the up and downs of the content first Okay, um, because how long you been doing the content thing? Well, like I said, I did a lot of fetish content like back in 2014, 2015. Didn't really do a lot of content until about a year or two ago, two mm-hmm. to three. I started again. Um, for me, uh, um, I'm not sure if you were talking about something very specific, but the ups and downs for me specifically is just that content creation is not necessarily my favorite thing because I think I mm-hmm. personally thrive off of the personal interaction mm-hmm. you know I am mm-hmm. I think I'm good with conversation with people so sometimes mm-hmm. when I am just making content I just get it too in my head about how I can make things it's like the perfection and then mm-hmm. I need to work on my consistency game regarding the content definitely and, okay, okay, um, okay, okay. But which I'm pretty sure No, what 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 I was meaning was with your selling of the content, um, because now which you kind of asked the question that you're not dependent upon the selling of the content. Yours no. is dependent on interaction. So yeah, my yeah, definitely. For me, the, yeah. the content money is like the extra money. Yeah, I get also you because see? it is a lot more inconsistent for me. Mm-hmm. See that and see and see which is different from a lot of girls, especially over here. Their base, their dependencies off the content more than the live cam. Yeah, that sounds stressful to me. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> stressful. <laughs> <laughs> because, but like I said, it's like with the content, it's based off the sale. That's why you see these girls film content heavier and don't do as much cam. Now, the European yeah. ladies, y'all are more on the cam than the content. I really noticed that in many ways. Yeah, is that so? That's interesting. For for what I've seen, um, because even with, I mean, you have girls that you know in like England or what have you, but when I'm uh, Romania and Russia, it's camming more so than anything else. For what I see, and they might do content, but it's not the their biggest, let's say, push. You feel what I'm coming? Yeah, not the main focus. Yeah, it's like the extra. Yeah, yeah, but over here in America, that is the focus. The extra the webcam you know you might be right yeah so shoot so when when the camera is slow what what's some of the things that you do to help pick it up shake my fat ass (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that usually does the trick uh, if after a while that also doesn't work, then sometimes, honestly, I'm just, I'm just chilling. Sometimes I just, 
Um, when I cam, I just am like, okay, I have a set amount of hours. I want to be online today. And mm. like I said, I just stick it out. <clears throat> mm. I need some water. That weed is drying up my mouth, man. Wait. Uh, yeah, yeah. Go get some water, Pete. Go get some water, mom. But um, <laughs> uh, wait, wait, another little sip. Mm. Okay, we're good. So okay. I just stick it out. So sometimes if it's just really quiet, I would just sit there, try to look a little bit at least cute. And I would just maybe uh, respond to some social media things a little bit, you know, like mm. at least keep myself busy. Um, mm. <clears throat> Jesus. <clears throat> this way you know. You know the weed's good. coming. This is how you know she got some good weed over there because the water ain't even helping people. God damn no, man. Listen, no, you know, it's even funny. I kind of want to, because I actually, this weed I'm smoking right now, I don't even know how old it is because I was wearing a jacket the other day that I haven't worn since 2017. <laughs> and I found like this baggie of weed and I was like, okay, bet this is an early birthday gift for me, from me. Um, and I expected it to be pretty bad, but it actually is still really strong. Oh, no, we, oh, we, is is get stronger it, it versus does it ver yes yes i, ex like, I expected it to get so much less but every man is hitting me hard <laughs> oh, 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 oh no 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 good we because like i tell people um like for example if, if we got seeds in it of course i think that's the the male plant if we don't have seeds it's a female plant the female plant give you that head rush Mm -hmm. Give you that body, make you feel good all over your body. That's the shit that y'all probably run into. The seeds is the head rush. It gets you high quick, you know. So it's kind of like with we just like liquor. It 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 gets better with time. You know what I'm saying? Shoot. I didn't expect that, man. I didn't expect that. And See, now I also forgot to what? I'm a weed connoisseur, baby. I'm a pothead. <laughs> I'm a pothead too, but I don't see. I I always just smoke what I smoke. I'm not like a mm. connoisseur. Like I don't necessarily. I have my favorite strains, but mm. I'm not like I'm not like like that. I'm more of like a a J connoisseur. I'm a little bit of a J snob. If you can't roll a good J, we can't hang. I'm sorry. But oh my that god, disappoints you know, me. If I come over there, you rolling the J's because I don't roll J's. I roll I, I roll blunts. Okay, I got you. I got you. <laughs> I did forget the question though. What was the question? Oh, camming. Was that it? Yeah. Man. <laughs> yeah. No, and no, it's all good because shit, you're talking about what people want to hear. See, we give the people what they want. They love hearing just conversating, just shoot the fat, as I like to say. You know, period. <laughs> when I'm ready to bring it back, we bring it back, baby, because you're talking about weed. We be talking about that all day. But, but speaking about bringing it back, um, now, with that being said, describe a cam session because, like, a cam session is different in content. Um, yeah. Because you don't necessarily start off playing in your pussy. You don't necessarily do all that. Describe how do it get to that, where they can see you play with a toy or do something freaky, per se. And, and, and you know, go ahead. Well, I do have, like, the tip vibrator, you know? So mm -hmm. generally people do tip a little bit for that. That already gets you like a little bit. It's like a good tease, you know, 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I mean, the shows are always different. It really depends on what people want to see. For me, I do like in the private shows, we keep it more vanilla, more like general, what the most people want. So like, we can mm-hmm. fuck my pussy, we can fuck my face. The thing is, I'm just generally down for like anything too, you know, like you want to fuck my pussy, let's go. Oh, you want to fuck my yeah. face, let's go. Oh, you want to do some freaky fetish shit, let's go, bitch, let's go. I don't know, I'm, I'm just... Uh, I'm just ready to go. <laughs> yeah, uh, I feel. So it really just depends on how what we're gonna do. I mean, I do if if I just got online and I didn't even really get to play with my pussy yet. I do start off with like my favorite toy, my favorite squirting one to get my pussy nice and wet, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Before I move to maybe a bigger one. Mm-hmm. Um, but generally, it's just kind of like I kind of just go with the flow. Mm-hmm. Um, so so basically the the more they tip the more they get like that mm. in strip club. Oh, that is obviously yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> absolutely. So how many so how many toys do you own? And tell me about some of them. How many what do I own? Toys. Dildos, oh, toys. toys. Oh baby, vibrate. I don't know. Oh baby, I don't fucking know. I have suitcases full. Um I'm just <laughs> looking at them right now. Uh the ones I use most I got my mm-hmm. two five, two tip fibers ready to go. I have mm-hmm. two tree wand vibrators. Um, mm-hmm. I have three um, big, uh, just like silicone dildos, like more than <clears throat> shit, man. The real mm-hmm. life one. I have a mm-hmm. glass toy one that's my favorite for squirting. That one just hits mm-hmm. the right fucking spot. And then mm-hmm. I have some anal toys laying around, some plugs, because uh, my, I, you know, we need to do some and, training and for that. Squirt. And you squirt. Hmm? And you a squirt. Yeah, absolutely. So that means she squirt and that hair pussy be looking wet to the motherfucker. That shit be probably looking good as fuck on camera too. <laughs> absolutely. Hey, absolutely. If I may say so myself. <laughs> fuck yeah. Uh, yeah, so shoot. So what's your biggest toy? What's the biggest in length and size that you take? Uh, that I take? Mm-hmm. I, I don't see I I forget the actual sizes. I mean, I think my favorite one, I think that one is about like eight inches. Um mm-hmm. I have some really massive ones though. I ordered one a few months ago, a few weeks ago, and mm-hmm. I thought like I was like, okay, this is gonna be a good one, but it turned out to be like a double-ended one. So it's like mm-hmm. fucking half of my body and it's thick as hell. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. I got some I got some really gigantic ones, but I have to say those are not necessarily my favorite. I'm a pretty short girl, so mm. I like to I like to fuck hard, you know. I like to go ham, mm. but mm-hmm. if it's if the dick is too big, it starts hurting at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And see, too, also, I think when you're doing solos with webcam, it's a little easier to be motivated because you're playing to the audience versus you're filming it and you're playing to a camera. That to me, that is uh, absolutely it. That's kind of what I meant earlier too, or at least where I was going to. Um, yeah. That's what I really thrive off. Um, mm-hmm. Even when I do like my video content, um, mm-hmm. a lot of the ideas I get are kind of based on um, requests I have gotten for role plays. That's kind of like how mm-hmm. I get most of my ideas too. Either they are actual customs, so then I really mm-hmm. do try to imagine it as like a cam show. Uh, like, mm-hmm. how would I do this if it was a cam show? Um, mm-hmm. Because then I have, like, kind of, like, a general more feel of how I can make it as interactive as possible. Mm-hmm. 
Now, I also see that, um, like I said, part of also the variety is that you also, I see that you do change. Well, I mean, I, I haven't watched an actual camp, but from the pictures, I see that you change up outfits and stuff like that. You do get dressed up for some of your shows and stuff. Speak to the yeah. ladies about investing in yourself, not only just equipment, but the costumes, the toys, um, the importance of that to help increase your revenue with camming or anything that you do. Well, I mean, I think uh, investing is obviously important, you know, like I, I did a lot of that over the years. I feel like I don't really buy as many things necessarily because I already have so much. Uh, like mm -hmm. I have my lamp set, I have my good mic. Um, I have a few webcams. I bought a beast of a laptop, you know, I'm plugged mm. into the cable. Um, those are all like the technical things I would say investing is a good idea. And with mm. the toys, you know, I have so many that uh, if I see something fun and new, I will get it. Or if, you know, you break a dildo, I will <laughs> have to rebuy yeah. it. Because um, sometimes you just break them or you accidentally yeah, leave them like, next to each other and they start melting and shit. That that happened to two of my favorite ones a few months ago. I was so sad. Mm. Um, and mm. with the outfits, see, I I mean, I've heard some girls also say that um, I, I just wear mostly the same thing every time and that's what works for me. And that's cool too. But to me personally, I like to get dressed up. Um, mm. that makes me happy that makes me feel good makes me feel like a bad bitch mm. so when mm. I feel like a bad bitch I feel like I do a better show too you know so from to mm. me it's definitely important to dress up a little bit I like mm. teams a little bit like I will have in my head mm. like oh who will I be today like today I had like this little bit of a trashy Peggy Bundy look in my head so Ooh. you know I wear my leopards um so that's how I like to do yeah. it. And, and also like, you know, I, to me, mm -hmm. I have to get my nails done. That is the thing I need mm -hmm. the most. <laughs> mm -hmm. If my nails yeah. look better, because, you know, that just makes me happy. The most, I think the most investing you need to be doing is in things that make you happy. Because if you're happy, you're going to have a good time on cam. Yeah, because it, camera, live camera is totally different because now it's about personality. You know, yeah. it, it's about it's about your personality going across that camera attracting these guys. Yeah, so and you have to be a lot happy. Of, yeah, because a lot of girls don't realize this girls tips not even did much yet before they even did the show, but just off of their talking there, there because I can see you one of those girls that do that. It's like they be tipping you, you ain't even got naked yet because your personality, the smile, yeah, how funny. happy you are. <laughs> Okay. Today you know I literally made all my yeah, and that's how I made all my money this morning. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even do a show yet. <laughs> See, I even know her long and I know how how she gets her money. You feel what I'm saying? Because you can see it through the pictures and 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 the smiles and plus just talking to you. That a lot of girls don't realize personality makes the difference between you having that great money and terrible money. Because like I said, even with me. I, it, it, girls, it, like you say, some girls say, well, I wear the same outfit. After a while, your family's going to get bored with you wearing that outfit. And it's a nice surprise when they see you come in, you dress as a peg bunny or or you dressed as a, a cosplay or something of that nature. Or yeah. you actually wearing some lingerie and they're like, oh, shit, she's she feeling good today. It, it bring, and then also with Cam, because you have the surfer guys, which people don't understand that. Guys that just go from room to room 
Yeah. You want those guys to stop because then the guys are going to spend the most money because once you got their attention, they're going to tip like crazy. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, wait. So I had three things I wanted to say, <laughs> but I'm not even going to play. I, I'm high as fuck. Two things. Um, God damn it. This goes against the second point I was going to make, too. Okay. Man, I lost it all. I lost it all. No, take your time. Um, <laughs> we, know this is good <laughs> we might be yeah, here for a while. <laughs> <laughs> we might be here for a while. You were talking. I was like, "Oh yeah, that's something I want to say." But I yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Man. You were talking about the, the personality about personality. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, wait, wait. I got it. I got it. I got it. Um, what you said, like that's I think the hardest thing from camming too, because if you're not, you're a person. You know, you're a human being. So if you're not feeling well, if you're just not like I don't know, maybe you have like a depressive few weeks or something. Thing, then it mm. can be really really hard to push yourself to actually get on cam and then because mm. I don't have generally my main focus on content I have to cam because that is my mm. main income you know mm. so I can't mm. push out content I already did and then sit as comfortably as I could if I would get on cam so that is kind of like that pressure um, mm. and to me I think what just helps me the most is just that I really genuinely just love to talk to people i feel mm -hmm. like uh it comes a little bit with being a pothead right i don't know have yeah. you ever met a stoner that doesn't chill like ne i never had i never everybody had. You, you know how some people they can they can be cool as but some people are more so activity people you know there has to be something yeah. happening but sometimes you just want to chill like listen i just yeah. want to chill smoke a j and talk some shit some people are not necessarily good at that. And it's not a bad thing. But everybody mm -hmm. that I know that is good at that is or was a stoner, you know? And I feel yeah. like that just kind of aids me in my uh, in my camming. <laughs> I have just a lot of experience with just, you know, talking shit. I'm, surprised, I'm surprised you don't get any requests for you to smoke on cam. Well, it's not allowed. Not to smoke weed anyway. You don't you okay. have to do that. I feel you saying, yeah, but 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 the thing of it is, is that like with me, yeah, it does it to me. It it does relax you, and plus, if you're chill, it makes the customer feel like yeah, she is just so cool. Because what people don't realize is that customers want to be invested in you emotionally. Yeah, and and part of that <laughs> is is your personality, the way that you talk on cam, the way that you move on cam. You know, period. Um, because because girls get it mixed up. They think that it's all about fucking yourself on cam. It's not about the pussy play. It's about the interaction. And that makes the Absolutely. difference between you making money for 10 years versus you only made money those first two years. And now you're scrambling trying to figure out what I can do next because the money's not, you know, you know, not, not yeah. hit like it was year one. I think it's also just like I always keep in mind. I mean, I've definitely had to learn this as well. You know, I mean, I've been through multiple stages of my camming career where mm -hmm. at first you're just like naive and just having a good time. You know, you're like, oh, this is something mm -hmm. exciting. and It's like a secret. Um, mm -hmm. This is kind of fun. And then I was a little bit more like uh, strict, I guess. I think I got mm. a little carried away with what other people say, like, oh, people, if people don't tip, you shouldn't talk to them. Like I was, I got that, I don't know, in and got that in my head a little mm. bit. But now mm. I'm, I, if people are not begging me for free shit, then I'm cool. 
Like, just mm-hmm. chill with me. Just talk to me. That keeps my mood going. Mm-hmm. It attributes, like, it contributes to the atmosphere of the entire room. And mm-hmm. I just, I just, I just love that shit. Oh, most um, definitely. So, shoot. So, um, let's get away from the camera for a second. Because, uh, not only did you have a, well, you, you were dating someone. Am I correct? Yeah. Um, be it that you camming, you're in the, I'm saying quotations if it, it was a video, um, the sex work trade. What's on the misconceptions you run into? And, and two, how do you feel, this, how good it feels to have someone that support and give you support and back you on what you do and no hassle? I mean, fucking amazing. I mean, the thing was with him, I was already doing this job. We've been together now for like three and a half years. Um, Mm -hmm. So I was already doing this for a while when I met him. Um, Mm -hmm. So me doing this job was obvious. Like it wasn't, I wasn't going to not do it, you know? Um, So it was just, he had to accept it. I mean, I will... um, if he would be really uncomfortable with something, then we could talk about it and maybe I could not do specific things, but that has not been mm-hmm. um, a topic of discussion yet. I mean, mm-hmm. he would be uncomfortable with me doing boy girl with other people. So okay. I would not do that, you know? So if I would do yeah. it, it would be him. Um, but before yeah. that, I feel like dating can be just a little, you know, when people kind of almost, especially a few years ago, like now everybody has an OnlyFans, you know, which is cool. But a few years ago, if I would mention it to guys like on Tinder or something, they would really talk to you either. uh, They would just sexualize it all immediately. And then I'm like, listen, if you want to, if you want to do a cam session, then we're just going to pay. Cause now I feel like I'm working. I don't want to feel like I'm Mm -hmm. working when I just want to be fucking. Um, Mm -hmm. And sometimes people would actually act like I had this one guy and he uh, literally said, at some point during our first date, he was like, oh, it almost feels like I'm sitting on a couch with a celebrity. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm not, I'm not. And he was like, yeah, but I've never met someone like you. And I'm like, Jesus, I'm mm-hmm. not like, like I'm, I'm a person. Just talk to me like I'm normal. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that has been a lot more normalized now, though. I think people mm-hmm. can handle it a little bit better. Um, yeah, because and- only fans, uh, which I don't know, you know what I'm saying, what the OnlyFans market over there in Europe is. Um, because I think it's more American based. What have do you have OnlyFans? I do, yeah. Okay. It's uh, uh bigbellybitch.com, bitch. Um oh, but oh, also see. um I think people, the OnlyFans thing is happening here a lot too. People like know of it definitely. So I think now okay. if you would tell someone you're dating, people would be a little less shocked because they have a little bit yeah. more of a mental picture about what it could be because of they know about yeah. OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. Um, but do, 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 now, now, interesting because I wanted to bring that because I love hearing the European side of the OnlyFans story. How much do you use OnlyFans and what do you think of it? I like it. Um, mm. For me, it's like, like I said, with the content, it's extra money. Um, what I find the hardest personally is just like the consistency with uh, scheduling the posts and everything. But if I'm mm. on a good run, I'm on a good run, you know? Um, mm. And it's like a new way of still having like that personal interaction with your clients. Because mm-hmm. she didn't mm. really, like years ago when I did the fetish content, if people bought your videos, you would 
usually not even really know what they thought about it you know they wouldn't tell you like oh mm -hmm. this was my favorite part or mm -hmm. i didn't really like that that much or something you know you ne never really got any kind of feedback um mm -hmm. but now with only fans and more websites like that you can have more of the feedback so people will tell you what they loved which is just well, good for your ego first mm -hmm. <laughs> but second yeah, yeah, yeah. it also helps you with creating better content because you're like oh people really love that part let me create mm -hmm. something else with maybe something similar um i really enjoy it a lot actually okay so now also do you use the live <clears throat> for only fans because be it that you're a camera um i would think that would yeah. be something that you would probably put to use and tell me yeah, the difference between that. but do but do you no <laughs> 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 no, I've never, <laughs> I've never I mean, used the live feature. No, because I'm pretty I sure should, you got. I, because I'm pretty sure you got a decent amount of subscribers. They, they just I got a decent amount, but the thing is, for me, it's usually. I uh, see sometimes when I do something new, I think I just make it too hard for myself. You know, you're like, I know mm. you need to not overthink shit. But then every time I started thinking about, oh, I should do like an OnlyFans live. But then I'm like, oh, but what time zone should I do it in? Let me figure out what time zones people are mostly in. And then so when you, you start that process, <laughs> you already you already made a mistake. You know, you should have already stopped there because so now you're already you. thinking too you. much. I get you. You do it. Without thinking, because yes. you think it, you otherwise I don't do it. I got you. Yes, no. Yeah. I, if, yeah. if I think, I, yeah. if I start thinking, I'm the exact opposite. I, before I do it, I gotta think it out. Oh yeah. When are yeah, you? It's your birthday. I, April twenty first. I'm a Taurus. Oh, Taurus. Okay. Yeah. You know, you're, we're Aries traits. Aries traits. Yeah, we're Aries traits because I'm right there on the on the cutoff date. Oh, Aries is my favorite sign. I love Aries. See, that's why we having such a good conversation because I'm part Aries. I think I think that might be it. No, but for real, that's literally what I always say. It's like you're in my head. I always say I, I cannot think, otherwise I don't do anymore. Mm -hmm. Because see because the because um to me I think with the the one thing with OnlyFans, which which we're gonna get to the news too, and how do you well actually let's get to that anyway. When you heard the news of them at first going to you know kick off sex workers, what was your thought process? I'm not going to lie with you because it is not my main income for me. It's extra. Um, so it didn't phase me that much uh, because mm. a, it didn't surprise me um, because I feel like, you know, there was already a lot of talk about that. So it, it didn't surprise me and B mm. it's not my, it's not what I live off. So yeah. I wasn't uh, like I don't have to scramble to quickly make something else, you know, like I can take my time mm -hmm. because it was always extra for me. So that was a positive for, for like for my situation that not a positive, but you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. um, I think my, my reaction would have been a lot more, uh, intense if it was actually how I make my living. Um, yeah, because, because I can't girls imagine panicking yeah. when yeah, that, of course. that announcement was made. Yeah, of course. And, if and, that's and what you was... live off, if that's how you pay your bills, of course you're gonna panic. Mm -hmm. But for me, it's not uh, it's not rent money, you know. So I'm I was good, personally. But see, also at the same token, you own multiple, I think, stream sites, correct? As far as gaming, right? Well, I have a chatterbait account too, but I have. I, I want to make Chatterbait more of a thing, but I haven't really focused too much on it, to be honest. Okay. So I'm really a streamer girl. 
for now. Okay, then. Okay, then. So, so you only on stream, mate. See, that Mostly, shows you yeah. how that shows you how bad of a chick she is. She's on one campsite and killing it, while some of these other girls is on five to six and probably ain't been doing as good. <laughs> Stroke my ego. I love it. Uh, this, see, this flex has been brought to you by Christina. Uh, let me say this right. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it right. Castilia. Castalia. Castalia. Christina. Christina. Castalia. See, I'm yes. trying. I'm trying. Trying to get it right. You feel me? So, yeah. so, so you born and raised in? Uh, well, not born and raised, but I lived there. Okay, then. So, what brought you to? Amsterdam? I was born. I mean, Amsterdam has always been my favorite city in the world. Mm-hmm. To be quite mm-hmm. honest with you, um, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. So, hey, it's like. I don't know. Like in in Holland, Amsterdam, it's it's a little bit less now. Like I said, they're trying to shut down the red light district too. They already closed down uh-huh. a ton of windows and coffee shops. But mm. when I was young, Amsterdam was like, I think for a lot of people internationally, still like it's it's like freedom. You know, it's like this mm. is where you can be, whoever and whatever the fuck mm. you want. Um, mm. So that's what drew me in. Um, we have a very small country, but. Still, of course, like every uh, big city has like its own culture. And I just love the Amsterdam culture. I love the accent they have. I just mm. love the way that they live. I mm. I love it. So where are you originally from? Um, well, from Holland. Like I said, I, I live in a small city. So I never say okay, okay. Oh, I'm out of a small city. I mean, I, I'm, I'm from, we have small cities, you know? So I don't yeah, yeah. say like my hometown because you never know yeah. who's listening. <laughs> yeah, true, true, true. But we know you from Holland, you know. Okay, okay. Exactly, okay. yeah. So, so, I like um, and saying. they shut down at like this. So, why they shut down? Is they trying to change the perception of Amsterdam, or is it laws, or y'all have a Trump? Oh man, so I don't know how much time you got for that because there's a lot to say about that. Actually, the red light district yeah. used to be. Um, like the way it is now with the windows, it's been like that for, yeah. um, I don't really know, maybe like a hundred years, maybe 80 something. Um, yeah. and, um, around 2000, they actually decided uh, it's like such a weird thing. Right. So it was never legal to have it. It was always like an illegal thing, but they yeah. condoned it. It's kind of like how we have our weed system now too. So yeah. weed in, in Holland is not legal. It's illegal officially. Yeah but they mm. just choose not to do that. So we've had the coffee shops for years, but it creates really weird situations for the people that own those businesses, you know? So mm. with the weed stores, for example, um, if you, uh, you can own a store to sell weed, you can sell the weed to customers, you can buy weed as a customer, but they are not legally allowed to buy the weed from a grower. So everybody yeah. that grows weed, for a legal store, if they get busted, they go to jail. And mm. if the the store gets caught buying the weed, they go to jail, even though they have a legal store. It's such a weird fucked up system. <laughs> so that's what they had with the um, uh, with the windows as well. So they mm. they had the windows, but they said, okay, well you're allowed to do it, but we keep it shady. 
So then they said, okay, we're going to legalize it. Then they came with this whole human trafficking thing. There should, there would be a lot of human trafficking, um, mm-hmm. which turned out not to be true, but that's like their, their game. What it comes down mm-hmm. to is they just don't want the horse anymore. Um, yeah. Amsterdam wants to clean up their city. They say that the tourism, they're blaming it on all of y'all. <laughs> they no. say that tourism is getting out of hand. Um, but but that's like their own creation, you know, like they mm-hmm. pushed for so many years for people to come to Amsterdam and now they're here and now they're a little upset about it. Um, and they want to clean up the image because mm. I, honestly, I don't even know why it used to be a really bad place. Like in the 80s and 90s, you you were not there unless you had some serious business that you needed to do or you really wanted to see a girl. But they mm. cleaned it all up. And now you have people living there that are just like, you know, I don't know if you call them yuppies in America too, but like yuppies, mm. you know, like the yeah. the rich, younger white people that are just like, you know, gentr- gentrification basically happened. Yeah. And, yeah, it's, it's too. Where and they, now where- they want to make it like a family neighborhood, which is weird because yeah. it never it never has been. The the red the red the red light windows has been there now for a hundred years, but prostitution has happened there for since Amsterdam existed. Mm-hmm. Like it's a part of it. It's yeah. it's just a shame. I'm going on a tangent. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm passionate about no, it. No, 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 no. Because we're passionate about our sex work. Because trust me, it's an attack on sex workers across the world. You know, it period. is actually and, yeah. and, and, and different ways and different ways and different from governmental to even to the sites themselves made it harder exactly. for people to but see also it's a double-edged sword because the business because of only fans because the business is becoming normalized to watch yeah now, but exactly. still not normalized to be in you feel me yeah normalized to profit from but not normalized to be the one that's making the content you know exactly what I'm saying? yeah so it's, it's interesting it's really, to hear it's a from that word. Yeah, especially hearing it from Amsterdam. See, this is why I do these podcasts to educate you people. See? Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> what we see now with what you said with OnlyFans and stuff, with uh, payment processors and all of that, mm. and they're also blaming it all on the human trafficking thing, right? Like, that's what we yeah. have seen here in the red light district for like 10, yeah. 20 years now. It's like the same, uh, the same argument. But in a different way. And see, and too, I'm telling people, watch how these sites are moving because they're moving to become more like chatterbait. They're moving to be more live-based than they're content-based because, truth be told, a lot of money that OnlyFans made was from live cam, not as much as content or really? a subscription. If you, Yeah, because a lot of people was going live on there. So oh, they really? was making the majority I... of their money, yeah. Many vids they have a live camera, so and of course, Pornhub has live cam, you know. Period, yeah. Pornhub's live cam is from Streamate, yeah. So, right there, there you go. See, that's Streamate, no more. So, (laughs) so people understand that's and all these companies are actually not United States based, which proves my point that European Europe makes their money from the camera. She's on brand with what the hell they do over there. That you on brand, you know what I'm saying? For, for you know what I'm saying, period. And that's where it's heading to. That's why I said it, people that actually do porn boy girl content, they're gonna have to have their own site at some point. A standalone.
Like ladies like yourself that mainly off the cam, y'all are straight for now. Until for now. some because the reason why, because you're gonna hear, yes, this uh, someone was raped live on Chatterbait, and uh and, and we feel that now we're gonna have to change things because that's how they're doing it. Man, you know, you know, I hate that you might even be right. Because they really are moving, you know. They went from Pornhub to OnlyFans. They might yeah. go to the live too. Although I feel like a lot of campsites are pretty strict with a lot of things, though. Yeah. I've, I I have See, good hopes the, for that. Last frontier. Y'all the last frontier for them to hit or try to go after. And yeah. also, Man. let me tell you what. No, I'm going to tell you what's the most fucked up part. <laughs> it's not the government's being pushed by the mainstream porn companies. What do you mean? No more. Let me tell you why. Cam, webcamming is taking webcamming, OnlyFans, this content creator era is killing the mainstream companies because nobody wants to go watch their porn. They want to see you ladies. They want to go oh, to OnlyFans yeah. because OnlyFans is cheaper. And they, they, they talk about the reality thing, but it's not reality. It's reality, re, reality fantasy, per se. But yeah. But the point being is, is that is also who's pushing that narrative. Because think ever since webcam became a thing, it gave porn stars a way to make money outside and create content, which in turn made them less want to be dependent upon studios. Mm-hmm. See? Yeah. Trust me. It, it's it's that's why I said Cam is the last is the last frontier because no, now we're talking right. about it's live. So how do we regulate live? And yeah. y'all so, solo. So because think about it. That's the reason a lot of girls go grab a toy versus try to grab a boy. Because <laughs> I ain't got to worry about paperwork. Well, yeah, definitely. Um, that is an added thing now. It keeps becoming so much more strict. I think you're right, too. I never, I mean, I, I kind of, like, had it in mind already. Mm -hmm. But I never really considered that much. They're really going to hit some campsite hard, too. You're right. I'm very curious yeah. to see which one it's going to be. I hope it's not Streammate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Streammate is too figured in. They, they'll be the last on the list to ever get hit. Because yeah, they're pretty strict. Yeah. Because you have Pornhub, plus they're also attached to AVN. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's it like this. I'm going to have to bring you back and, and we get on some real, real deep shit on another episode because... I would love that. I now have a smoke buddy in fucking Amsterdam. Hell Stop yeah. playing with me. Yes. Because, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Are you willing to come back to the Smokers Lounge? Absolutely. See, it's official. I have a smoke buddy in fucking Holland. Let's smoke that up. <laughs> 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 so tell everybody where they can find you. Um, well, the easiest to uh, find is probably my social medias, uh, which is at Tina underscore Castalia with a C. Um, or just go to bigbellybitch.com. Christina Cams is my cam. Um, ChristinaCasalia.com leads you to all of my links. Yeah. Come find me. 
Most definitely. So I'm going to have to bring you back um, for later episodes. I'm going to bring you back for Patreon. I'm going to bring you back for the special smoke. I'm going to bring you back for the smoke buddy episode. So actually, people, you're going to hear a lot from her. You're going to hear a lot from her out this piece. So Hell yeah. (laughs) Thank you for having me. Oh, no doubt. I had a really good time. Thank you. Oh, yes. I enjoyed talking to you, too. That's why I want to bring you back. Because like I said, I want to actually dig deep in the next episode about what's going on with sex workers in Holland. So my listeners, cause I know now after hearing what you said, they want to see, they want to hear the actual factual, especially for someone from over. Oh, and I think, oh if and you're I ready for that, I can go deep. I, go, I can yeah. talk about that for hours. So I hope you're ready yeah, for so, it. So, so we're going to bring that back and we're about to get real on here. So with that being said, people, you know how we finish this. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of experience? You didn't learn anything. Smoke this over. Thank you for coming to the lounge.